ね。So, I thought for a while of where to start my story. Came to the conclusion that in order to explain how I became the man that I am today, the best place to start that story would be the breakup with Ryan's mother. I met her when I was 14, right before my 15th birthday. Summer school. <laughs> At an alternative school. Basically, a school for shitheads who got kicked out of public school. <laughs> Great place to meet a girl, huh? Behavioral disorder. Is what I was told. <laughs> The first of many diagnoses. I got kicked out for something rather stupid. I suppose there's not a non stupid way to get kicked out of school, but I don't know what、uh, compelled me to do it, but I took a razor blade to school one day. Proceeded to carve up desks, gym mats, books. <laughs> at the end of the day, I was standing next to my friend at his locker. It was right near the end of school. Like, it might have been the last day of that school year. Or maybe,、uh, maybe like the last week at least. I mean, it was really close to the end of school. There were a whole bunch of balloons littered in the hallway celebrating it, you know, school colors and shit. <laughs> I was never one for school spirit. Shocker, I'm sure.、Uh, I decided to reach above him and popped a balloon that was stuck to the wall.、Uh, when it popped, I saw a teacher's head whip around and I dropped my arm as quick as I could, but. Where my arm was holding that blade the way I was, I ended up cutting the back of my、uh, friend's neck. Drew blood on a fellow student. Immediate expulsion. <laughs> Fuck, stupid. Dude knew it was an accident and tried to argue my case for me. No avail. <laughs> Meh. When I met Tiff, I think the attraction was born from the fact that neither of us really belonged there. One stupid incident landed me there. One stupid incident landed her there. She had done the whole dramatic thing of crossing out pictures of kids she didn't like in her yearbook. <laughs> When it got found, they said it was a hit list. And they expelled her right away. She'd already been there for, I think, a full school year. One time I showed up. 
and she was so well behaved that she could have went back to public school anytime she wanted. She just never wanted to. We ended up together three weeks after we met. Typical teenager love. Asking her parents to drive us to each other for dates. <laughs> On their dime, I might add. <laughs> I had my, had my first kiss with her. <laughs> Took each other's virginity. About a year and a half after we were together, she got pregnant. We told everyone it was an accident. It wasn't. For reasons that are still unknown to me and probably always will be, she wanted a child. She wanted my child. More than anything else. And I... I've always wanted a family. Ever since I was young. Really young. Like, eight or so. (sighs) So, teenage pregnancy seemed like a great idea. She was out of high school, but she didn't work. I had a piddly little part-time job and was in my senior year of high school. (laughs) What a mess. Ryan was born May 4th, 2007. He's my little Star Wars baby. May the 4th be with you. For a while, it was heaven. I worked every odd job I could. We lived with our parents, so we always had a babysitter. And all in all, it was good for a while. I had our own little space set up, so... I mean, the washer and dryer was downstairs where we were. It was a finished basement, and... Huge basement. We had a little living room section, little bedroom section, and had our own fridge, dining room table down there. So yeah, it was good for a while. Just a while though. Eventually the problems started. And they got worse in a hurry. Tiff was never satisfied with our sex life. My introduction to opioids was actually her fault. She dissolved over 2,000 milligrams of Vicodin into a soda and waited for me to drink it all. Helped me last longer. 
she did it more than once. Enough to get me hooked on it. I spent a lot of my time looking for new sources of Vicodin, Percocet, Tylenol with codeine, even morphine. As I spent more and more money on it, it caused such a strain between me and her that I guess she decided to begin cheating. I was cheated on seven times in three years. So for the whole relationship, seven times in seven and a half years. Once a year average. Man, I was fucking dumb. But I was an addict. I had cheap living, so it enabled me to spend more and more on pills. I had my son every day. Every day I'd get home from work or on my off days, I'd I'd have him. He'd be there. And I was so stoned out of my mind that he never annoyed me. Playing with him never hurt. I was engaged. (laughs) Even though that was a joke. I could delude myself into believing I was happy. The year we broke up started off terrible. I got my tax return. Got right around five grand or so. Being able to claim Ryan. I easily spent over $2,800 on pills. I binged for months. Running out was violent. Withdrawals are not fun. Sweating, shaking, vomiting, mood swings. Spending that long, numb to every pain and every ache and every feeling. And then suddenly being flooded with thoughts and emotion and feeling again is excruciating. A simple headache would be enough to floor me. Stubbing my toe <laughs> caused me to vomit. Trying to play with Ryan was an impossibility. 
everything hurt. Him climbing on me or jumping on me. It hurt. It hurt so bad I'd yell at him for it. And I yelled enough. To make him to this day. Nine years later. Still cower. If I raise my voice. And Tuff showed no sympathy. To be fair, I was fucking stupid to have ever done that many drugs. At the same time, she fucking drugged me against my will and knowledge several times over and introduced me to them. She cheated one more time. And we finally snapped on each other. It was beyond bad. Screaming. Throwing things. I was slapped. She was forcibly held still and unable to move. Never hit her. God knows I fucking wanted to. I have extremely early memories of watching my dad hit my mom though. And one of the very few promises I ever made to myself was to never hit the mother of my child. Ever. One of the very few promises I've made to myself that I've kept was to never hit the mother of my child. After years of a drug addiction that I blamed on her and years of being cheated on, I did what I swore I would never do. I broke up. I left her. I left my son. (sighs) I only ever wanted a family, and I broke it apart during a withdrawal. I wasn't strong enough to keep my son's family together. I failed him. And for an extremely long time, I never forgave myself for it.
planned one of my suicides after that. My family was happy we were broke up. No one there could help me out with how I was feeling. My friends just wanted me to find another girl and fuck her. Jump, froggy jump, was their advice. No one could understand how I felt about my son and how I failed him. I decided mixing every chemical under the kitchen counter was the best solution. I wanted to melt and burn my insides. I wanted to die and I wanted it to hurt as much as humanly possible as punishment for failing my little boy. Someone intervened. Someone stayed my hand. Their name is Ash. And she is far more important to me than Tiff ever even came close to being. That, however, will take several episodes to address. Even if I spent a hundred episodes talking about her, I wouldn't be able to accurately describe how important she is to me. So what should you gather from this story? Well, one, don't spend 2800 fucking dollars on pills at four to five bucks a pop. <laughs> That's maximum felony levels of stupidity. And I'm honestly surprised I didn't die. Don't allow yourself to get spoiled living with someone who pays 95% of your way. It will make it harder later in life when you inevitably have to grow up and handle your own shit. Relationships just are not fucking worth it. All I wanted was a family. I wanted a wife, a child, maybe two or three children, a house, a future. 
all I got was a drug addiction and cheated on. Wasted seven and a half years because I hoped it would get better. Wasted 25% of my life up to this point because I thought I should suffer whatever hell it took to give my child a complete family like I never had. I didn't fail him. I didn't fail her. I didn't fail at all. It took a lot longer to realize that than it should have. Staying together would have failed him. He would have been raised in the worst possible environment. What seemed like a failure at first. I eventually, years later, realized it for what it was. I gave my son the best possible life I could have. There's always more than one way to look at a situation. The hard part is convincing your depression or anxiety or paranoia or panic or delusions or whatever mental dysfunction you're suffering from, that it's worth analyzing a bit further. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon.